Welcome to Be Brave at Work, a podcast devoted to helping you take the next step in your workplace. Each week, we'll be talking with real people with real stories about things they have not said or done or have said or done in their workplace that required bravery. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. This is Ed Everts, and I'm the founder and president of Excellius Leadership Development. Welcome to Be Brave at Work, a podcast devoted to helping you take the next step in your workplace. I hope you have listened to our past podcast conversations, and if you'd like to hear past episodes, go to BeBraveAtWork.com, subscribe to our podcasts, and learn some valuable lessons about bravery at work. Be on the lookout as well for my new book, Drive Your Career, Nine High-Impact Ways to Take Responsibility for Your Success, which is being published in September 2020. Our podcast today is sponsored by Cabot Risk Strategies. Based in Woburn, Massachusetts, Cabot Risk Strategies has created innovative and customized insurance strategies for individuals and families, businesses, nonprofits, commercial real estate, and public entities. Cabot's client base continues to expand, both within the region and within the markets they serve. And if you're looking for customized insurance services and solutions, contact Cabot at 800-222-5963 or visit them at www.cabotrisk.com. I'm really excited to introduce our guest today. Tony Martinetti is a leadership coach, entrepreneur, and people connector. He guides leaders and their teams to design their work and life so they can feel fulfilled to live an inspired life. He's also the chief inspiration officer at Inspired Purpose Coaching. Hello, Tony. Hey, Ed. How you doing? I'm doing well. How are you today? Great. Can't complain. Beautiful day here in uh, the Boston area. Yeah. Weather's starting to really show up for us. We hope so. We hope so. Well, I did a little bit of an effort to introduce you, Tony, but I think our listeners would love to hear a little bit more. Can you share your history with us? Sure. I'd love to. So my uh, journey to coaching was one that really took me through corporate first. I spent about 25 years or so in the biotech space and the tech space in the capacity of a finance and strategy role. And I really was passionate about the about working in that area for the reasons that there's lives at stake and really feeling that passion for serving patients. Learned a lot about what great leadership looks like and about the people who are in that field and why they do what they do. Truly an amazing journey. And eventually I decided to really follow in what was really in my heart and what I needed to do with my life. And that's what brought me to coaching. And now I get to really make an impact on people's lives really closely with what they really want to do in the world and opening them up to the possibilities. I always say that I create space for people to open their minds, expand their worlds and see new possibilities so they can take new bold actions. Well, I love that. And I'm just wondering during your time in corporate, you know, do you think you were a student of leadership? I mean, were you observing and kind of following people who you thought exhibited great leadership behaviors? Absolutely. I can point to some great examples of people who have made an impact on me, both good and bad. And leadership was something that I really gravitated towards understanding what made good leadership, what made good teams. And also, through a series of seeing failures and things that have blown up, how do people react to failures and setbacks and uncertainty? That's what really kind of shaped me 
in my own series of failures and setbacks. Well, we all have had our own series of failures and setbacks. And, you know, it's failures oftentimes where bravery and people who manage bravery best really kick in, right? People who aren't self-aware and don't know how to handle failure sometimes collapse and others look at it as an opportunity. And I would imagine some of the folks that you observed at times of failure really kicked into gear. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, You know, it really does shape a person to know when the lives are on the line and they really want to make sure that they can rise above the current situation that they're in and, and become the person who they need to be in that moment that really makes a difference. Yeah, it's a little bit of people saying, you know, what did we learn? What can we do differently? And how do we move forward versus, oh, my God, that was wrong. And I feel really bad. But, you know, it's really, I think, focusing on the future. Yeah. How do we step forward in this moment and lead forward so that we can make an impact for the future? Tony, when you think of bravery in the workplace, what words or phrases come to mind for you? Yeah. Um, the first one that comes to mind is is having the confidence to speak out and use your voice, even in the face of really being scared and being fe- afraid of repercussions. That's the first thing that comes to mind. Oftentimes, and, and with other guests that we've had on the podcast, oftentimes is fear of even hearing your own voice or even more significantly, fearing repercussions is significant, right? It's, it's almost like a physical block to saying something that needs to be said. And afterwards, of course, you always regret it. Mm-hmm. Gee, I should have said something or I wish I had said something. You know, I'm just wondering, you know, are there some ways that folks can find a way to be more confident or not be fearful to use their voice in those moments? Yeah, Part of it is is really training yourself to step out and take little steps to build the bravery muscle, as I'll call it. And that is in small moments to see where you can stretch your voice out. Signing up to do a presentation when there's a moment to be able to do a presentation and seeing how you can try it on so that when the time comes that you're stepping into bigger shoes, you're feeling a little more confident. Well, and I love the model, as I'm sure you do as a leadership coach, uh, baby steps, right? Oftentimes people think that anytime they say something, they have to go from A to Z and it has to be a big momentous moment. And oftentimes it takes baby steps. You go from A to B to C and you get a little bit better. And I like that metaphor you used of bravery muscle, right? How do I build this muscle and keep working on it so it gets stronger and stronger until it gets to a point where saying something that needs to be said or doing something that needs to be done is not a huge leap from A to Z, right? But just something a little bit more comfortable. Yeah. What other words or phrases, Tony, come to mind for you when you think about bravery? Bravery is about going within and seeing where you yourself are holding yourself back. You often heard the term of it all begins and ends in your mind. You create the situation that the external world is holding you back. But in reality, it's you holding you back. And as soon as you can start to go within and start to see yourself, what is it about me that's holding me back from the next step in my future? And so that internal 
quest is an important first step in having your voice out in the world. And again, it's tiny steps. Yeah. And I love that model as well, which is it begins and ends in your mind, right? We could do a whole separate podcast just on that topic. But, you know, what am I thinking about and what context am I creating at this moment that's preventing me from saying what needs to be said or doing what needs to be done? And how do I flip that, right? And how do I convert it more to why should I say what needs to be said or why should I do what needs to be done in ways that help and will be memorable versus letting that internal critic suppress something that needs to be said. I think we've all had those moments where afterwards we think back and say, gee, you know, I should have said something or I wish I had said something. And to your point, oftentimes it's because that little voice in our head was saying, don't say it. It won't be well received. You're wasting time. You know, whatever it is that that little voice is saying. Yeah, it reminds me of uh, something I always say around inspiration. So inspiration through honest conversation is my tagline. And I feel it's so important that when you start to have an honest conversation with yourself and with others, you start to see something big happen. You're inspired more and it makes you want to do more. So that's a starting point is being more honest and authentic with yourself through conversations. It creates, let's call it a flywheel effect Mm -hmm. that starts to kind of generate more and more of this in your world. Well, I just want to recap for our listeners, three takeaways that I have from this part of our conversation, Tony, you know, one is build your bravery muscle, right? Take baby steps and keep working that muscle until it gets stronger and stronger and you'll get better at better. Uh, it all begins and ends in your mind, right? So how often is it starting in my head and ending in my head? And how can I kind of flip that to ensure that I'm providing value to the organization by what I want to say or what I want to do? And then uh, again, I also love this idea of it's not always just about bravery. It's about having an honest conversation, right? Is there something I need to say that comes from a place of love and honesty and concern and not criticism or negativity, and is it okay for me to say it? And I think more often than not, if you're working in a positive organization, the likelihood of that conversation being welcome is you know, much, much greater. Yeah, it's beautiful. Tony, how about you? Do you have a, a story that you can share with our listeners about bravery in the workplace that you may have shown in the past? I'd be happy to share. This is a a really important one to me because it's the one that really launched me into the world I'm in now. I remember it very vividly. The moment when I decided to leave corporate and become a coach without a very clear plan, mind you, I was sitting in a boardroom at a biotech company and feeling this moment of not feeling inspired, of feeling the leadership feeding into the element of who's right and who's wrong, having conversations that were not meaningful, but really just uh, feeding their egos. And I, at that moment, looked around the room and and said, wow, there's 40 people in this room. And they're all looking at their cell phones, kind of tuning out. And I had this moment to say to myself, wow, I'm collecting a paycheck And I don't feel as though I'm earning it. I'm sitting here listening to these conversations that are not really going anywhere and people are being checked out. So I decided at that moment that I have to leave the room. I literally had, 
I walked out and I decided at that moment that in order for me to make a change and to have an impact in the world, so I had to leave the room to change the room. And that was the moment that although I didn't have a clear plan as to how I was going to do it, I was going to figure it out. I had decided at that moment that I was going to be the change, as you will, be the change to change my world and the world of the people who I have known for many years. And that's when my new start in this world of coaching had begun. So when you made the decision to get up and leave that room, I don't imagine you quit five minutes later, right? Did you, did you actually resign or did you, I mean, how did you exit corporate America and enter into an independent practice? Yeah. I mean, I, it sounds much more dramatic than probably it was. I, I, <laughs> I decided to leave the room. I literally did get up and leave and I didn't come back that day. Seems very irresponsible, but and it's not like me, but that's, what I was feeling at that moment. I felt like something had changed in me and I gave two weeks notice. You know, I did close out all the things I needed to close out Mm -hmm. uh, and make all those changes happen, but I literally did not have a plan and it felt very freeing, but also at the same time, scary. And it speaks to who I am as a person because I feel it's so important that in order to make a change in your life, you have to get uncomfortable. And, you know, you've heard the saying that, you know, life begins outside of your comfort zone. And it's true. You don't have to always make the changes in such a bold way that you, you know, jump out of a plane and do some skydiving, but you might just have to do something that makes you a little bit scared. And that's good. Yeah. uh, You know, a lot of our listeners would say that bravery exists outside the comfort zone, that while you're in your comfort zone, your likelihood to say something that needs to be said or do something that needs to be done is suppressed because you don't want to rock the boat or influence relationships negatively or whatever it might be. And that the only way you're ever going to grow and develop as a leader, as a partner, as an influencer is to step outside the box and do something that you've not done or say something that you haven't said respectfully, of course, but, you know, doing it and, you know, growing. Yeah. There's something about that that also is interesting that I just want to bring up. And that's around the fact that people are sometimes scared of how great they could be. Tell us more about that. What do you mean? Yeah. Um, There's an element of if I do make this change, if I do step out of my comfort zone, I should say, then there's a chance that I could be a huge success. And am I ready for that? Are you suggesting that they might avoid it or just not take that step to move toward greater success? Yeah. Some people are not ready to embrace success, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which seems so counterintuitive. But at the same time, being where you are is so comfortable that you're not ready for change. And so therefore you have to get ready for what positive things could happen in your life by embracing that, that discomfort. Yeah. Oftentimes when I work with clients, there are things they could be doing a little bit differently that they haven't. And to me, it's obvious. And I think you're opening my eyes, Tony, to the fact that, you know, for some of them, it just might be that they're just not comfortable doing those types of things because of what the outcomes might mean to them. And they're just not prepared to handle it or haven't thought it through deeply enough, et cetera. So that's a a significant possibility. Yeah. 
I mean, the example that comes to mind is the person who has a really great idea to start a company and they're scared to because they are scared of being the person who leads an organization. They fear of not knowing what to do. Mm -hmm. But inside them is probably some amazing skills and greatness that is just dying to get out. And in some ways that inner critic is probably exemplifying the reasons they shouldn't do it Mm. versus really digging for all the great reasons why, even though they're not perfect, they are a terrific choice. Exactly. Tony, this has been terrific. And thank you so much for sharing your observations about bravery as well as your bravery story. Do you have any ways that folks can get in touch with you if they'd like to talk with you a little bit more about your business or your story? Absolutely. The best way would be to reach out to me at my website, which is inspiredpurposecoach.com or email me at tony at inspiredpurposecoach.com or on LinkedIn, reach out and um, connect. Terrific, terrific. And, you know, I should also tell you that none of us as we went into coaching ever had a plan. So we all jumped in and then figured it out as we went. So uh, you're not alone. Yeah. Well, thanks again, Tony, uh, for joining us today. It was great speaking with you. Same here, Ed. I really appreciate it. Great. And to our listeners, thank you for joining us this week. And we hope you join us next week as we further explore being brave at work. We also remind you to subscribe to our podcast at bebraveatwork.com and our download and listen to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Apple, Overcast, CastBox. We are everywhere. Do you have something to say yet are not saying it? Do you have something to do yet are not doing it? Now is the time to be brave at work. Have a great week.